0: Hey guys, I got a brand new podcast for you. I'm your boy Encore. I got my co-host, Mike Shulo. He uh, is being What's a little up? shy right now. He doesn't want to say his own name. Hi, <laughs> it's Mike. Hi, how are you? We're calling this podcast the D2C podcast, but no, Ronak Shah, this is not a direct-to-consumer or consumer-packaged goods. It's designers-to-consumers. Direct to you, and we're shooting this in Jersey City. My buddy Mike flew in, which yes, I'm super stoked about.
1: Easy flight, man.
0: And we're gonna fly you in once a week for the next ten weeks,
1: as long as you can get that th- uh, that uh, approved by my my uh, CEO
0: at the my CEO? house. Yeah, yeah. I got one of those now too. Did you? Yeah. Did you hear about that? Yeah. Congratulations, yeah, it's man. Kind of cool. That is awesome. So. Designer to Consumer Podcast. We yep. got to talk about graphic design. Yes. So, how long have you been graphic designing?
1: Oh God. Well, I think I started back in the 1700s. Oh my God. Yeah. Did they have uh, Macs back then? Well, no. I used to I chisel into slate chisel with uh, yeah slate. with uh, Ben Franklin. I, I know that they were on paper, but I was old school. I bet your supplement facts were like perfect. Yeah, I used a lot of old tools, and
0: things. Oh, this is stupid. No, I've been doing it for about 20 years. 20 years? Yeah, just about. I think I stole my first copy of Photoshop in 98. <laughs> right? Oh like, my, like yeah, a parody, yes, a download. yes. I think oh I used my, Mark, uh, M-I-R-C to get it, right, yeah. my copy. I mean, I by that point, you were what, married with two kids in 98?
1: <laughs> yes. No,
0: 1998.
1: No, I wasn't married yet. No, but I was stealing Photoshop, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Steal an Illustrator, Photoshop. I remember it was like CS2.
0: No, I got CS1. Yeah, well, I bought that one like an idiot. Actually, I think it was like ninety Photoshop 96 that I, that <sighs> I got, right? Because back then it was by year.
1: I never, I didn't buy anything again until they came. It's a long story, but like
0: I got a copy. From, when did you start buying Adobe products? Uh, when they went subscription. Oh, that's when?
1: Yeah, because it was like two grand a year. Um, why would you
0: ever do that? I mean, they expected the companies to pick up the tab back. Well, back. sure, and they did that. Yeah. was smart, great, whatever, but like... I love how it was like, it was 249 for students and then like a million dollars. Yeah, right, <laughs> and <laughs> I wasn't a students,
1: student, right? so I was right. like, oh, yeah, cool, yeah. I Because I have $2,000 when I'm 21 years old. I was spending my money on beer. Yeah, I understand that.
0: Yeah, I think I was too in 98. <laughs> Don't tell my mom or my dad, but I'm pretty sure I money for <laughs> it in the same place. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But, um... You know what? I, I think the best place to start is grading designers okay. and an understanding of who they are. But we've come across so many designers in yeah. our career paths. I want to know. How do you determine when a designer is great? Right. Because there's really no question about it. I think you're the best illustrator designer I've ever met in my entire life. Oh, well, thanks. And I think I'm the Photoshop God. You are a Photoshop guy. And no, not guy. God. Oh, God. Yeah, G O D. See, I'm getting old, so my ear, my hearing. I get it, man. Yeah. But no, I, I, think, I think when it comes to Photoshop, there's some stuff that I could do that I haven't really seen many other people be able to do. Unless you're from Poland and you charge <laughs> five bucks an hour and you're undercutting everyone on Envato. But everyone else, <laughs> I, I think and that, those guys are out there. I think the word great is who you are. And my question is how do you tell when someone else is a great designer? What's your perspective on
1: that? Oh. Uh. Well, um, I can tell you what I did when I was hiring, when I was in a creative director role. Well, uh, I needed to hire a few, and it was we were a manufacturer, so it was like always crunch time. It was like we need to get checks in the door all the time. So uh, I, I needed to find some people that could work under the gun, so I just obviously put an ad out, and I just went through resumes when what they what came What did the ad
0: say? Honestly, dude, need need someone yeah. to, to perform in <laughs> terrible conditions, overworked <laughs> yeah. hours, no. uh, bosses that will maybe call you five a.m. in the morning, or I 8 think it at was night. you will hate
1: me, but this place is cool. Call now. <laughs>
0: okay. Yeah, it was yeah. like
1: <clears throat> must have been hundreds of applicants. So many. <laughs> yeah. No, it wasn't really that. But I I only had two weeks to hire, and I needed two. So at any rate, I I contacted a f- couple kids, and they came in and. Um, really what I did is I, I, the biggest problem was finding someone that could follow directions. I mean, so many years of doing it prior to this and like, they couldn't kids couldn't even
0: create an art board. You're saying guys that wear Marvel t-shirts and go to work and shorts and flip flops don't know how to follow directions. <laughs> Correct. Hey, man, I am one of those guys. (laughs) Yeah, so am I. (laughs) put this button down fool you.
1: So, yeah, I I mean, like, I I would just have them come in. I'd give them a couple simple questions, ask about what they did and how they got into design, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then I would say, okay, cool, bust out your laptop. I'm going to have you design a label for me in 30 minutes. 30 minutes? Yeah, I gave them 30 minutes, and it was like, listen, you don't have to do something that's going to – I don't care if it's beautiful. Listen, I needed something simple, and I needed to. Fo- I need you to follow my directions, and I would tell them that. Can I? T- how many people couldn't just? I'm like, you designed a label for this bottle that I gave you the side size of, and it's on an eight and a half, eleven sheet paper. Like, dude, that's wild. This isn't how this works. Thanks. Try again. So you know, eventually, I found some people that worked out. But you know, it, it, I really just think it comes down to the designer needs to know how to decipher. What the customer or their creative director or whoever that person on the other side of the table is like really
0: what they want. So you think a designer is great? And you got to be able to turn it around quick. So you think a designer is great if they could follow instructions? Yeah. Not if they're creative. Not if they blow you away well, with something. Let, well, <laughs> let's
1: let's let's face it. That's important too. But like I'm talking about, I'm talking about people that are already creative okay you know what i'm so saying you're Past that creative i'm past anything. that okay so if so i'm bringing like, if like i'm bringing you mark. in you're all i already think you're creative i didn't call you if i think your work is terrible okay so if i think your work is good and i think you're creative then i'm like okay let's see if this person can can rock yeah fair enough so if they can then i mean that's that's i mean literally what i did and i was i was kind of young at it at that, that point so and it worked
0: My perspective is so different on how this works. See, this
1: is why we're
0: on different sides of the table. So I think to figure out whether a designer is great or not, I have to figure out what their kryptonite is. (coughs) Okay. (coughs) Let me explain this. Every graphic designer that's out there in the world, even you that's watching, whether you're a designer or not, has has one thing that's their kryptonite. And it's always whether or not they're willing to learn this one skill. Because all designers have one skill that they avoid, like the plague. Oh, I know where you're going. Right? I know so where for you're example, going. I avoid tracing anything in Illustrator. That's my kryptonite. <laughs> and the reason I need to find out what the kryptonite is, is because once you figure out what the kryptonite is, first of all, Every designer's kryptonite can be solved in a three-hour YouTube session of just trying to teach it, right? But <laughs> yeah, we refuse to exactly. learn what that one trick yeah. is or whatever yes. it is, right? And knowing that Adobe has like a hundred ways to do the same thing, yep. you just got to learn one of them. So you just get over this hump of whatever it is. But we will refuse as graphic designers to learn that <laughs> one trick. Yeah, right. But once I learn what their kryptonite is, I then figure out whether or not I could teach it to them in 30 minutes. And every single time I've brought someone on the team for any company I've worked with or anywhere else, if I've taught it to them in 30 minutes, I'm like, this guy has the potential to be great. Okay. And then when I see that they have the potential to be great, I now give them full creative control on a project or two. And if they can do it better than I would do it, I'm like, this guy is a great designer. And there have been some great designers at different companies I've worked with, right? At Shreds. There were That's some, really smart. Like, of the most raw talent I've ever seen in my life. Right. And like, I did the swordfish thing that you did, right? I'm like, hey, you have 30 minutes. Here's some assets. Design this label for yeah. me. Design this flyer for me or social media post. Yep. But figuring out a designer's kryptonite was so like paramount to me throughout my entire life. Like, what's your kryptonite? Be honest. <sighs> Dusting off Photoshop and opening it up. <laughs> <laughs> I use Photoshop more than you think. Okay. However, um, that's, that's only one I ask you to liquefy my face for photo shoots.
1: Yeah, that's usually it. I mean, I don't really know what my kryptonite is. I think your kryptonite is fonts that are too small. Fonts that are too small. Yeah. Probably. Do you know how many times I
0: yelled at you in the past? Like, yo, Mike, th- no one could read this. we got to go bigger.
1: Yeah. You know why? Why? Because I'm designing on a screen this big for a label that's this big <laughs> so you yeah, get it's so easy to forget
0: yeah yeah I've done that you're right yeah and, and I think my kryptonite was tracing an illustrator <laughs> now the truth is as soon as I learned how to do the thing I had to do yeah, I'm yeah. Like, I was so dumb for not spending the time to just figure this out uh that's kind of a pain in the butt though but you know what else tells me a designer's great what <laughs> Yes, Mike, you have to respond to <laughs> the podcast. I'm sorry. All the listeners at home. This is, you know, Mike's third time being on a podcast. Sorry. Shout out, We Make Supplements. <laughs> <laughs> Go to YouTube.com forward slash Anchor K. You'll find <laughs> the episode somewhere. <clears throat> Trademark back. I, I think what else tells me that designer is great is if anyone's ever published their work. Yeah, that's for sure. I remember the first time my work was published, right? That first Shreds label yeah. that I ever made. And I saw that physical product in my hand. I was just like, oh, my God, this is amazing. Like, yeah. I got to show this to my parents and to my cousins. Oh, and I remember that. Everyone. Yeah. And if, when your work gets published or used in like a public manner, yeah. even if your work is terrible, right, people are pointing you in the direction that people want to see what you make. Yeah. Now, I think the last thing that I've ever noticed – is whether or not you know that Envato.com exists. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Because there are so many designers that just want to be creative the yep. entire 30-minute session that they have or five-hour session or whatever it is. Yep. And the thing already exists. You can literally get a template and cut down your design time from six hours to 30 minutes. Yeah, correct. For anything that you need to get done.
1: Yeah, and really that's and, – in and, and, and the world that we live in, that's really the customer just wants it now.
0: You know who was terrible at using templates? Who? Guys who wear Foo Fighter t-shirts for podcasts. You fought me tooth and nail on using templates when we first started working together.
1: Yeah, I I learned to do everything on my own, man. Like I said, I'm old, man. I'm old, old school. Like I said, Ben Franklin, remember?
0: So how do you feel about (laughs) um, people who school for design versus people like us that just like raw figured it out by stealing Photoshop and just trying?
1: So I learned... I was an IT guy. I was a computer nerd.
0: What, what like hardware? No, coding? like,
1: like. Well,
0: I was like a help
1: desk guy. I was young. I was super young. So it was like the year two thousand. You, you remember, guy all...
0: that would, you would call and I'm like, my computer's not turning Ye- on. Yes, dude, but I worked. I
1: worked for. I worked for PPG Industries. Okay, big company. Looks like a castle in Pittsburgh. You know, yeah,
0: they own like a quarter of that town. I yes, pretty like much. That. Yeah.
1: Okay. So I was. I was working there. It was the year two thousand. I mean, like, dude, you could everyone was in IT because the world was going to end. So since it didn't end, it got super, yeah, it got super boring and I was like, oh. So finally, I get this project to go work with the marketing team. A PPG. Yeah. And it was like completely different. Like the floor was totally different. Like every floor, there was 40 floors in that building. Every floor was like a gray cubicle farm where people went to die. So I get onto the marketing floor and I'm like, where am I? Oh my God, there's t-shirts? Graphic prints? Well, no, they still weren't allowed to wear t-shirts. It wasn't that cool yet. Remember, this was back in the 1700s. So, you know, they had powdered wigs on still. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But they had, um, the people were just like kind of hanging out and collaborating and they had like glass offices and everybody was having a good time and I'm like, how do I get there? Long story short, it was when they were building Heinz Field. So I had to help them build a new computer system because, no, they weren't allowed to use Macs at PPG. They had to use, yeah. you know. So I had to help them build a new computer system to... Windows 95. Yeah, actually it was. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it was. Yeah. Um, to build this. They were building this graphic that was going to go on the, the, the uh, screen that wrapped around the whole stadium, which was super cool. So I got, like, free Steeler tickets. It was a lot of fun. At any rate, to answer your question... I got really interested, and I was like, I'm done with IT. I'm going to do this. So I had to learn on my own how to use Photoshop and Illustrator. I did a lot of Illustrator there, so that's kind of where that came from. But it was kind of cool to, like, tear it apart and build it from the ground up. Yeah. And then I was just being a starving artist for a while, learning on my own, and then uh, I ended up working at a supplement company, and the rest is history. So I... I, I kind of like, it's like digging a ditch, man. You kind of just have to learn on your own and just, you know, you just chip away at it. And eventually you build this, this huge wealth of knowledge because you basically broke it down to build it up. So now, listen. to
0: school for all this, what do you think is wrong with how they approach design? Um,
1: I don't necessarily think there's something oh, no, wrong there's, with it. There's 100% everything <laughs> wrong with what you learn in
0: school. Like, let's not, let's not, let well, that. Don't,
1: yeah. Okay. You're right. You're totally right, but I don't think that. I, I think that the the kids that are going to school to learn how to do design and learn how to do you know media, uh, digital media, whatever they're doing, they're not learning in an environment that's, that like where you need to do something. So, does that make need sense?
0: To do something. We're like, Harry, We need
1: this out. right now. It's, it's just like, here's your project, and these are your parameters, and this is what you have to do. So you're staying in this little box, you know, yeah. to learn this one thing where that's
0: never the case. I think graphic design school teaches you quality control because someone is checking whether or not your layers are labeled properly, whether <laughs> you're, yeah. you're, you have masks or whether you did it through like mm-hmm. some cheat code in Photoshop <laughs> or Illustrator yeah. right? And I feel well, like that. it's that quality control aspect that makes you not good for work environment as a designer. Okay. Yeah. Cause for no sure. one cares how we do it. No. At all. Right. No, they just I want mean, it can now. You, can you imagine a client be like, I want to see your layers. I want to make sure <laughs> that, that you have the right masks and that, um, you know, whatever. Now there's memes is, about that, you know, no way. <laughs> yeah they are about, see, oh, is this <laughs> the one where the designer has is clicking the like the mouse but then the client is like controlling the design? well, well that's
1: another one but I'm talking about the layers meme
0: oh yeah yeah, yeah one goes to nice.
1: heaven and the other one <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: I, I think that quality control mindset for a person who goes to school it, it's just it's not applicable in the real world and unlearning that is painful because they tell you yeah. all the shortcuts are the wrong way to do it yeah
1: over the years, I can't tell you how many times I've, I've had kids come in as interns or they're hired, and I'm like, oh, cool, now I get to spend the next three months unteaching them everything they learned for the past four years so they can do it the right – not necessarily the right way, but find their own way to do it that's
0: actually applicable, like you said, in the real world. All right, so we wanted to talk about how to determine whether a designer was great but I think there's probably people listening to us that follow us because we're graphic designers mm-hmm. or they're future, old, present clients of ours or whatever we want to call them, right? Mm-hmm. We love you, hate you, whatever. You get the point. Yeah. Shout out to... Sh- to actually, I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> that was like a beep moment. Um, but if anyone at home wants to find out whether they're a good designer or has questions about graphic design, I think they should email us. Yeah, so sure. they can talk to, talk to us yeah, about Yeah, for it. sure. Uh, you cool with using your AKG Creative email? Yeah, for sure. So if you want to talk to Mike, hit up Mike at AKGCreative.com. Mm-hmm. If you want to talk to me, hit me up at Unker at AKGCreative.com. We'll be happy to look at portfolios. We'll be happy to rip your stuff apart. Right, Mike? Oh, yeah. Like, this is terrible. This <laughs> sucks. You could do better, bro. What? Start over. That's how you get better. If you want the swordfish situation, we'll give you 30 minutes. I'll call one of the old models I used to work with. We'll make it happen, right? <laughs> yeah. And you just let us know, hit us up with any questions that you have about graphic design and we'll catch you guys in episode two. See ya.